um, pretty much everywhere to sanitize the water well, that comes to our pipes and we use to bathe, shower, cook, and all of that stuff. <laughs> so chlorine is another factor that could completely dry out your skin and your hair, especially if you color your hair. Um, the combination of sediment-filled water, if you live in a hard water area, and chlorine is really, really takes a toll on your skin and hair. Hello, welcome back to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. My name is Eliza Gelman, holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, health and wellness fanatic, all things woo-woo, all things science. We got a good mix over here. Today, we have an interview with two incredible entrepreneurs. We have founders of VitaClean. We have Christina Vilkova and Sarah Douglas. They are the founders, like I said, of VitaClean. And when I initially heard about this brand, I heard about it on the Skinny Confidential. I thought it was so cool, but I thought, wow, this is, it's too pie in the sky. And when we had the opportunity to work together, there was no doubt in my mind that not only was I selfishly going to get tons of information from these women, but I wanted to be able to share this with you guys because for the past, as long as I can remember, since I was a kid, I have been dealing with KP, which is like keratosis pilaris, I believe. And I think it's something like a calcium buildup due mostly to dry skin. Uh, I've exp It's on the back of your arms. A lot of people have it on the back of their arms. It's like kind of like chicken skin. I will say mine's not I guess mine's not horrible, but it's something that I have been thinking about for my entire life. And yes, I've struggled with acne. Y'all know about that. But when there are skin issues that have been, I guess, chronic that you've been dealing with for your whole life, maybe you are struggling with this on the back of your arms, on the tops of your legs, wherever you're dealing with it, it's actually incredibly, incredibly common, which I didn't realize. And when you're, when you're dealing with it and when you're self-conscious about it, you think, oh, I'm the only one. And that's one thing that I thought I really want to ask these girls about this type of situation. I want to ask them about hair health because so often we talk about the skin on our face, which is incredibly important and forward facing. But I wanted to get into the things we don't talk about, like why is my hair greasy on the top and then brittle and dry at the ends, but I'm using all of the best products. I'm using all of the best uh, techniques. I'm not overwashing. Like the climate's good. You feel like you have eliminated all options to fix a problem, but there, there's got to be something more. Since moving to Charlotte, and we talk about this in the episode, I won't give too much away right here, but since moving to Charlotte, there have been noticeable differences in my skin and hair. We, we talk about it more in the episode, but this episode, we talk about VitaClean, which is a beauty tool. It's a, it's a shower head that removes harsh chemicals, hard water, and it also replenishes and provides vitamin C. There's different filters you can put in. And I wanted to try it out before I had this episode come out. It is the most luxurious shower. It feels like, okay, you know that brand that the Kardashians always have, like their Barefoot Dreams blanket. It's super soft. It feels like you just want to rub your lips against it. It's so cozy. It's You can't even explain how the coziness of these. They have socks, they have robes, they have blankets. They're so, so, so cozy. Google it if you don't know. Barefoot Dreams blanket. It feels like that coming out of your shower head. It has been 
transformative. And they said, oh, you'll be able to tell after the first shower. I was like, okay, gimmick. (laughs) Y'all, I, I'm sold. (laughs) I am sold. I am so excited about this new staple in my life. I feel like it is going to help with the reduction of a lot of the dryness that was coming along and and causing some of this KP. It automatically, my hair feels so fresh and clean and strong and and bright after it. I, I can't really describe it. And it's not something that, oh, everyone else will notice around me, but it's something I notice. And same with same with the bumps on the back of your arms or a zit on your face or a bad hair day. Nobody else really notices it as, uh, the way that you do. But if there's something you can do to like up the way you feel about two very foundational things, which is skin and hair, that's what we're doing on today's episode. Okay. Let's get into it. Today, we have Christina Velkova and Sarah Douglas. They are founders of VitaClean, and they were so generous. They gave us a uh, code to use these products if you want to try them out. They're giving a 20% off code, which is more than they're doing online, and I'm we're super grateful for that. It's HTH20 for their starter kit. Again, that is HTH20. That's for the starter kit. I got the vitamin C shower head, but you don't have to do anything crazy if you just want to do the starter kit. It also... Okay. You guys, it took me 10 seconds to set up. Screwed off my old shower head, replaced it with this one. The box I thought was going to come with nuts and bolts and screws. No, it's one shower head and then the filter. That's it. (laughs) And then you can go online. Like they have on their website. It's so beautifully done. I can't get over their branding. They have how to do it. Because when you look at these things, it's overwhelming. And you think, oh my God, it's a whole process. You have to install it. No, no. Like dum-dums can do it. I can do it. If I can do it, y'all can do it. This is, I love this episode. They're two just badass women who understand business. They understand boundaries. They understand gut health. They have been models. They are, they are real people just like you and me, but with this understanding of how important it is to present yourself in the best light possible. Without further ado, make sure you are checking out the uh, VitaClean fam on Instagram. Use the code HTH20 for a starter kit. And without further ado, introducing Christina and Sarah of VitaClean. Welcome to Hotter Than Health. All of that, skin, hair, gut health, water, showers. (laughs) I love that you all came so prepared. Oftentimes I'll get on a interview with someone and they're they're like oh my gosh I didn't even know we had this today or they'll be running around and it's it always works out beautifully but having someone having two amazing busy entrepreneurs hop on having known what they're getting themselves into is huge and speaks a lot to both of y'all's character I want to jump into this because I've talked so much about acne and my experience with acne on the hotter than health podcast cystic hormonal all over the place uh and then extremely dry hair but then couldn't can't quite figure it out because like my roots will be greasy and then the ends will be super dry and I can't ever get it right and it always seems like there's something that I'm doing consistently even though all the products are right and it's clean and I'm eating the right things what is going on can you guys get into what what might be going on that allowed you both to get into the space that you're in right now with VitaClean? That is such a good question. And I would have to immediately go into water quality. Mm-hmm. It's so important to have filtered water because even we're we're so lucky we get to live in a place like America where everything's has safety standards and 
water is treated with all the things that um, needs to be treated on for it to be really good for us. So not saying we have toxic water, but there are things that happen when water is hard and soft. So for our friends that don't know what that is, really quickly, hard water is water that contains minerals, calcium, magnesium in particular, and when it travels through mineral deposit, it collects those things, making it hard water. And what that does when you shower in it, it can create a film and a layer on your skin and on your hair that dries out the natural oils. And in turn, your products don't lather so well, your products don't work that good. So having good filtered water is so important for good skin and hair. So essentially, oh, sorry. No worries. Yeah. And, you know, so Christina and I were always on this wellness journey. Like that's really how we, um, when we met, we were on a wellness journey. And as we were, as we became friends and we started working together, that, that really blossomed. Um, so one of the things that we always used to talk about socially or just chit chat at work was what products we were using or what things we were struggling with and like, what could combat that? And it was like two things, yeah, two things we really believe in is serendipity <laughs> and wellness. I mean, like we, so we met in London and we also spent time in New York, the both of us. And we always used to run into each other at like hot yoga studios, like the most random of hot yoga studios. And we just be like, oh, hey, like really good to see you here. And uh, so that's really where our journey started. And what happened was that I was experiencing really red, itchy skin after a shower. And I have, I color my hair. I see you do too, Eliza. <laughs> so I color my hair and it goes, it used to go so brassy and I hated it. It was always brassy after the salon. I would have like one week of nice hair. And I just really couldn't understand why. And as you like, as you said before, when we were chatting, it's like greasy at, at the top, dry at the ends. And I like for me, it's so important to have a good hair day. That's like really what sets off my day. It sets off the mood. And if I have a if I have a shitty hair day, it's like it's like the rest of my day just can't work. And yeah, so we what happened was that we um, one day our shower had just completely stopped working, and we had to call a plumber. And he was like, you have a sludge problem. And we're like, a what? And he was like, a sludge problem. And so for those of you that don't really know, like sludge, it's like a, a tar-like substance that sits in your sits in like your pipes and it can come out on your skin and hair. This week's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. As we start to enter in some of the to some of the colder months of the year, it is always so important to begin to lay the foundation for our mental health, making sure that we have some way to articulate our thoughts, someone to listen to us, someone to potentially help us to navigate through our intense thought processes. And I know for me personally, once we get into colder months, sometimes my thought processes can become a little bit negative. And BetterHelp has been absolutely foundational in supporting my mental health. If you are thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and completely suited to your schedule. And all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and of course, you can always switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. 
I think sometimes we get overwhelmed thinking that we might not absolutely love our therapist and then we just quit. That's not the case with BetterHelp. You can always change your therapist. And again, as we enter into colder months, let this be the year that you use fall as a time to really process thoughts in a positive way and begin to focus more on yourself and how we can better ourselves. And that is with Practice Better. So get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash hotter than health to get 10% off of your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash hotter than health. And uh, Christina and I were living together, working together at the time, and we just happened to come across this sludge. And it was really like that light bulb moment for us that we had to like filter our water because the, the plumber was like, the only way that you're going to combat this is if you start to filter your water. Um, and that's what really sparked up our interest. So yeah, it was, it was a very strange serendipitous journey, but that's, that's really like how, how we got into it. That's we're just and trying I to guess, solve a problem. <laughs> and I guess if you're, I guess if you are trying to wash your, or use all these really expensive skincare or hair care products, but they're falling on top of a layer of sludge and, harsh minerals that is when they won't absorb so we're essentially wasting our money not being able to get any of this product to really penetrate into the roots okay and yeah that was happening to us and it was so frustrating i can imagine so many of you at home or even maybe you Eliza experienced an issue like i know you touched on acne and you touched on dry scalp which i can talk to until i'm blue in the face because i've dealt with dry scalp for a, the whole time I lived in London before Vitaclean and there's nothing more frustrating than dry scalp, itchy scalp. And I'm telling you, I've tried everything. I went to dermatologists. They recommended putting like topical steroids on my scalp. And I was, oh, this is not normal. Like there's not an issue internally. I was testing my blood. I was testing you know, that everything's really good, my hormones, and nothing was wrong with me. So it wasn't until we had that light bulb moment when we talked to the plumber and our shower stopped working that we realized the quality of the water is so important. Mm -hmm. And your scalp is so important. Having a healthy, well-balanced scalp means your hair is going to be really good. And especially for people that I I work out all the time and I'm not someone who it looks like if I go and lift weights for 10 minutes, I look like I was at a hot yoga class. Like I sweat scalp to like my knees are sweating. I sweat all over the place. I'm constantly sweating. So it gets really dry, really dirty. There's buildup. There's all these things, but I also don't want to be washing my hair every single day. So when I do wash my hair, I want to make sure that it's really doing it, what it needs to be doing. And this is this is my next question. We we see people who are like, oh my gosh, I have this sludge buildup. Maybe you're even in your kitchen sink looking and there's a ton of goo underneath the sink and you're like, this is disgusting. I don't want to be drinking this. What was your next step? Were you putting like a coffee filter over your shower head? What was that next step before really getting into th- saying, okay, I want to create a product. I want to cre- go into production, create a prototype. What were the first little tiny tidbits that you did to make you realize we need to change this? 
So first of all, we bought a few water filters on Amazon. Like just uh, you might see them. They've got like the little balls on them. They're quite an unattractive product. And we definitely <laughs> saw that that made a difference. Um, and we were testing out a few of those. And then Christina actually came across a an article with like Leo DiCaprio had just redone his house. <laughs> or like he, he's, he was selling his house or something. It was in West Village. And he had vitamin C showers in his in his condo. And it was like said to be a kind of filtration. And we were massive vitamin C fans. So we were like, oh, this sounds fun. And uh, so we started testing out like a bunch of like different vitamin C, like Amazon filters again. And that did make a good difference. So we, we were like, hey, like this could really be something. And so we started to like develop our product um, with a few different manufacturers. It took us ages to like find a really great manufacturer who would work with us, like in the way that we wanted to work with them. Um, but yeah, in the end, we came came with Vitaclean and it was it was a, it was like an amazing journey it, it just it all has to start somewhere doesn't it <laughs> you said that it made a difference can you paint a picture of what hair was like beforehand what it was like towards the end because in the middle like while you're going through all these things it might not it might just feel like oh maybe it's a fluke I'm having a good hair day what was the real difference between your hair in the beginning and your hair now let's say honestly with Vitaclean it just takes one shower <laughs> really one shower to feel the difference and I know I'm biased here but if you go online we have thousands of reviews people saying the same thing in one shower you feel the difference and I think that was the game changer but journey leading from there to now um for me personally I've always had really good hair and I've never lived in a hard water area so I never had the effects of the dry scalp that I was experiencing whilst living in London that I did when I was there and when I was living in a hard water area, my scalp was so bad and affected my hair. My hair stopped growing, was falling out like crazy. Like split ends. Can you paint a picture? Everything. What are the what are split the little ends. things? It was like split ends. It was dry. I didn't even have oily scalp because I all those deposits of the hard water was probably like sucking out all the oils. And it was flaking. It was honestly, it was like snowing out of my head. It was so embarrassing. I'd go to meetings. It'd be like on my blazer. I'd like, you know, when anything I did, it was just everywhere. And I was so absorbed by that because I couldn't find a solution. Mm. And my hair was terrible and it went brassy. I wasn't even coloring my hair. So my hair naturally went brassy. It had like these tones coming out of it that weren't really what my natural hair was and then I in desperation I started coloring it darker because I'm naturally dark but not like very dark so I was in London my hair was terrible and I was I wasn't feeling good at all the dry scalp the itchiness I can't even believe I'm saying this but the itchiness was so bad like you'd itch your scalp until you get scabs and then you feel that and it's just like so demotivating like you Ugh. feel like there's something wrong with you yeah and and that's the tough thing is when when it comes to skin and hair, it's not something you worry about until there's a really a problem. Whereas because it's it's showing up right in the if it's your hormones, yes, of course it's gonna bother you. You want to think about it, you want to think about your longevity, but you can't always see it. And it's not always outward facing. 
But when you're trying to make eye contact with someone and you're so uncomfortable with your skin or you're you're trying to get ready for a night out, but your hair is, it just stays greasy. Oh, you're like, well, I just washed it and blow dried it and double cleansed it. You do all these things and you just, you cannot win. And then when it, then you dread winter because you're thinking, oh, oh my, my God, gosh. my scalp <laughs> is going to get so dry. Thank you. Especially for- where you are like hot and it gets like hot and it's dry and hot. Mm. It's it's so bad. I honestly, if anybody's struggling and there's a solution for it. It's yeah. it's for me was probably the worst things I physically had to go through was that experience with my scalp when I was living in a hard water area. Yeah. What about your experience, Sarah, with your either scalp or hair or skin? What were you noticing most? So for me, I would get out of the shower and my skin was like hot and irritated and it would get like rashes on it. Um, And the more that I would kind of shower, especially in hot water, the more that that would happen. Also in relation to my hair, as I said before, it was like my hair just got so brassy and I just couldn't rely on my color. I was always in the salon spending so much money, like toning it, over toning it. I became I just became almost like obsessed with it. It was, it was really like, I hated the colorings. Like I hated the fact that every time I'd look in the mirror, my skin was so red and so irritated. And then my hair was like this weird yellow orange color. Mm. And it was just, it was really, really horrible. I mean, I like when, like when we were, Christina and I were working together before we'd started Vitaclean, I used to paint this green concealer on my face, like to pet, to counteract the red. And it was, it was almost like this form of body dysmorphia because I would like what looked good to me and what looked normal to other people were just so different. Like I, I, I can see photos from that time where my skin just looks so weird and people always used to say to me, oh, like what's on your face? But I'd looked in the mirror, I'd applied it in the mirror and it looked really good. I was like, oh, I'm hiding the red. I'm hiding the red. Like, oh, and I, I was like glowing green. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and um, yeah, again, like with the hair, I was always just coating my hair. Like I would get the, the harshest L'Oreal silver shampoo and I would soak my hair in it, like let it sit for like two hours, which you're really not meant to do. And I just, in the end, it would go this weird gray color, but with still warm tones. And yeah, I mean, I do, I do have like a bit of an obsessive compulsive, like <laughs> obsessive compulsive personalities. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people don't do that, but I, all I wanted was nice, a nice clean hair color and like healthy, natural, glowy skin. Um, and we were spending a lot on products. Like it's not as if we were skimping out. Like I've always used like amazing Aveda kind of hair, like hair products, like the shampoos and conditioners are so great. Um, in terms of like we'd use like great vitamin c's like thick moisturizers and nothing was stopping the irritation i I used to sometimes like literally put cortisone cream on my face to make it calm down after a shower um another thing that i suffered from was itchy legs like itchy legs all the time that i would also just like scratch to blood and then like they would get in the sun and scar and yeah, it was just really not not fun. And especially when you are spending so much money on your beauty and wellness routine, like you really want it to work for you. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, it all really starts with your water. It really does. It's like, so one of the things that we talked about was sludge, but one of the things that I wanted to talk about was lime scale because it's a problem that we have a lot in the UK and you also have it in a lot of areas in America, like in Texas, for instance, 
Um, and that's like if you ever wash your dishes and you let them dry or they, you don't put salts in your dishwasher, you'll see like the white speckles all over your glasses or on the shower, like the shower um, door. And so lime scale is one of the things, it's called like hard water, like it causes hard water. Um, and what that does is that that mixes with your products and so it stops them lathering. Mm. and that's like what happens when you wash your hair and you blow dry it and you're like all set ready to go for your day or your night out and it doesn't work (laughs) and you're like why does it look like shit and so that's because like literally stuff has mixed with it and it's not working efficiently and then you can't wash it out of your head and also it happens when you wash your face so if you mix it with your cleanser it's like it's really irritating um and And dries out your face yeah, it completely dries everything out, like really aggravates dandruff. Uh, and so in Vitaclean, like we, we're a triple filtered shower head and the last filter is a microfiber cloth. And you can see on our Instagram, um, Vitaclean underscore official or our TikTok at Vitaclean, that it's we have all these photos of, of like what the cloth captures <laughs> and it's just disgusting. But one of the things that, because some areas are really dirty, like in New York, it's really dirty, but in the UK, it's like a lime scale problem. So sometimes people come out with just like white or gray cloths, but it's still coated in like a white granuly kind of coating. And yeah. that's like the lime scale that mixes with your products. Um, but that's, you know, why we have a triple filter shower head. So it captures all different, so it can really work for all different kinds of water. I'm picture. So we have the triple filter water, the triple filter wa- uh, shower head, but let's talk about the vitamin C because that's something that is not, we hear a lot about what it's taking away. We want to get rid of the harsh minerals, but then we know that minerals are really good for us internally, but not good for our skin externally. So what what is going on with the vitamin C that you can speak about? What is what is actually happening and what is the vitamin C doing and reacting to to ensure that it's benefiting our hair and our skin? Yeah. Um, the vitamin C is absorbic acid, which in the combination with the three filters gets rid of chlorine. So you all know that I like to doctor up my coffee. I like to add all these different potions and powders and supplements, and it just makes me feel good. I enjoy it. I like to put in something that's going to make sure that my blood sugar is not crashing and craving throughout the day. I want that one cup of coffee to really last me throughout the day. I was just having a conversation a couple of minutes ago on an interview with the formulator for Organifi's juice products and their powdered products, and she mentioned the gold products that Organifi has. So speaking of gold, let's talk about the chocolate gold. The chocolate gold product that they have has different adaptogens in it that are extremely grounding. She mentioned reishi specifically. And so I'm thinking that if I want my coffee to last me throughout the day and I don't want to have jitters, but I also want my energy to be sustained, I'm going to mix in a little bit of ghee, maybe even some of the collagen or the protein, one of those two or three things, a little bit of cinnamon, maybe some coconut milk. And if I'm feeling wild, then I will add in a little bit of chocolate gold. Not only does it give it this deep, rich, chocolatey, creamy texture and taste, but it is going to help keep you grounded throughout the day, especially if you're someone who gets jittery after that first cup of coffee, but you still crave more. We want to find that nice, easy balance. 
all of the gold products that she recommended were something that I think would be beneficial for anyone working to regulate their nervous system, really focus on their overall health from the inside out. You can try any of these Organifi flavors, products, supplements. All of my favorites are on Organifi.com backslash HTH. And if you want 20% off of any of these products at all, especially the gold or the greens, uh, you can use code HTH for 20% off. That is the best deal that you will find. So if you want to get some holiday shopping done early, oh my God, I can't believe I even just said that, but it's definitely something I'm going to be giving out in stockings this year. But again, it is Organifi.com backslash HTH for 20% off. You cannot go wrong. Chlorine is used um, pretty much everywhere to sanitize the water that comes to our pipes and we use to bathe, shower, cook, and all of that stuff. (laughs) So chlorine is another factor that could completely dry out your skin and your hair, especially if you color your hair. Um, The combination of sediment-filled water, if you live in a hard water area, and chlorine is really, really takes a toll on your skin and hair. So our vitamin C shot is combined with um, essential oils. So in the process of the shower head working, when the water passes through and the vitamin C and essential oils filter, which we call a shot, vitamin C shot, is a gel-like form, form, is in a gel-like form and it passes through. While that melts, the vitamin C starts to work, gets rid of the chlorine, and the essential oils start to create an aromatherapy experience. So it's like having a spa experience in your own shower. The scents are incredible. We have seven different options. One is unscented. The rest vary from citrus, mango, lavender, rose, jasmine. It's just so special to have that experience in your own bathroom. Mm. It makes showering an upgraded, elevated experience. And you get this sheen that is so glowy and so gorgeous without having to use a hundred different products. Mm -hmm. Showering a VitaClean alone, not only does it filter out all of the crap, excuse my language, (laughs) that's traveling through our (laughs) pipes, but it also helps to increase the moisture levels in your skin and hair. Something that I've really been struggling with, and I think a lot of people listening will know what I'm talking about here, is when it comes to skin, my skin gets so naturally dry that, but it's also, I, you can't always trust the products that you're putting on your skin. So I'm always skeptical of that. So sometimes it just ends up being super dry. And my whole life, I've struggled with um, KP, like keratosis pilaris, which is like the bumps on the back of your arms. It is so common. It's to the point where I've had it for so long since I was a child that I barely even notice it anymore. However, when I moved to Charlotte, where I live now, I love the city. It's so much fun. I'm obsessed with it. I noticed that it's it's worse than it's ever been. And mm-hmm. I used to live in Arizona where it was, I mean, it was the desert. You would think that that would be where it was it's at its worst, but it's actually at its worst here. But I do notice even on the edge of my toilet bowl, I have to clean it every single day because it gets that small film around the water. Even if I flush consistently, it's super clean. The water itself is clean, but it's definitely hard. And I'm noticing, I'm like, okay, if that film is growing every single day, even in my toilet bowl that gets used 
all the time and it's being cleaned and I'm not putting a bunch of shitty products in there, what is it doing to my skin? And I feel like I feel like this is the one thing that could really truly help like finally get rid of the KP that I've always struggled with. And I honestly, if you have if anyone listening has KP and we've there have been like insane scrubs like to the point of bleeding red so much you want to get rid of it if there's actually a solution that could long-term get rid of that I mean I think that that would change the world I truly think that would change the world so many people struggle with this and it's all due to dry skin hmm now I'm just like having all these light mold moments mm, going yes <laughs> oh, yeah so I, I used to have that as well and um, with Vitaclean and also with dry brushing, I found that it's it's gone away a lot. One of the things that also really helps um, with skin conditions is our Shungite filter. So our Shungite filter, it's like a, uh, it's a form of carbon, it's a really rare form of carbon um, and that's kind of like our premium filter. So you can swap out uh, what the, the shower head comes with ceramic balls initially and you can swap it out to Shungite. Um, and I found that that really, really, really helps. Okay. I want to write that so, down. <laughs> Shungite. We'll, we'll have to send you a Shungite filter as well so you can try it. You'll have to let us know if that works for you. But I've suffered with that too. It's like does your, my mom suffers with it too. It's kind of like a genetic thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, definitely internal in some parts. But when you are showering in that unfiltered water, it aggravates it 100%. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to claim that we heal everything, but there is a significant difference when you do shower in filtered water, especially triple filtered with vitamin C infusion and aromatherapy. <laughs> Absolutely. And if there's something that I can be doing, and I think that if anything, it would be nice to see, okay, what externally could I be reducing to get rid of some of the inflammation that's causing the the issues? That way I can see really at a base level, whatever I change in my diet, whatever supplementation I change, sleep. Again, it's like using nice products. If you are, if you have all this buildup that might be from hard water, then I'm not going to be able to see if the food is making a difference, is the hydration is making a difference, all of that. I want to take a quick, a quick pivot. We mentioned before we started recording you said, we really love talking about gut health. We like talking about motivation. We like talking about these things. And it makes me so excited because you all have such a booming business and it's got so many different facets to it. And I feel like the opportunity for you all is endless, but I want to talk about gut health specifically. What have you noticed over the past years of working together And in the conversations that you all have behind the scenes, what have you noticed related to gut health as it pertains to filtered water, where we grow up, where we live? What are your thoughts happening around that conversation? Uh, Yeah. So in terms of gut gut health is something that I really struggled with in my mid-20s. Um, I, I, last year I actually had my gallbladder out. So I've been like, had like a management program for that. Uh, one of the things, like, so when, when we were starting Vitaclean, um, I like had the worst chronic fatigue. I like, it's honestly just, I'd get like a really crazy rash after eating some foods, like on my face and go extremely hot and my skin was a lot more irritable. Um, and one of the things that I did notice when I was experiencing these horrible changes was 
when we did actually start Vitaclean and start using our own product is that my skin was a lot less aggravated. Even if like I would eat something, I would still obviously get inflamed and, and irritated, but it wasn't as bad. Um, and so, you know, I can't say that filtered water is, is going to heal gut health, but it definitely helps if you are experiencing some of the side effects of gut health, um, that it doesn't aggravate them. And I mean, gut health is, it was also one of the things that Christina and I always used to talk about when we were, when we were working together, we were super into it. Um, when we were talking about this the other day, like we, we, um, when I was experiencing like this chronic fatigue, this, these horrible gut problems, I was so desperate. Like I got like a colonoscopy and endoscopy. They gave me like these weird probiotics that didn't work. They did these tests where I would like have a cup of sugar and they would like um, test on my bacteria, like small intestinal back bacteria overgrowth. And this is like how sick I was. Like as soon as I would have the cup of sugar, there was obviously like such a crazy bacteria in my stomach. And I would just, I fell asleep like just like this in like just head back in my chair because I was like my gut was so irritated and I was so sensitive and it's funny because I don't even know how it happened like I was so healthy one day and then I I was traveling like I was coming from America back to the UK and then suddenly it just wasn't okay and it wasn't okay for years really and um one of the things that I did to combat that was uh, Christina and I we created something called the black drink so I, I did so much reading and so much research and on all these gut supplements on like what could help and um, what the black drink was, was this concoction that we made up over time. And even like there's a process to making it. It's like you soak chia seeds in hot water so that they become like large. <laughs> and then you add aloe vera juice. And then you um, you can buy like bentonite clay, the hydrated bentonite clay at Whole Foods. But we, we, couldn't, we didn't have that in the UK. So we would actually, uh, we would hydrate our own bentonite clay and like leave it in bottle, glass bottles overnight. And then we would put lemon juice and ginger juice and we would just brew it. <laughs> and we would create like a huge jug. Wait, you forgot um, the most important part, the charcoal. Wait, wait. Oh, the charcoal. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot. I was like, where's the black coming from? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, we would put like four heaped tablespoons of charcoal. So it was like a black drink. Um, And we would let that brew overnight. And And just to say, we we would stir it too. (laughs) Yeah, we'd stir it all up. We'd stir it all up. Stirring's (laughs) important. Just like this black sludge uh, over your teeth. Yeah. (laughs) you have to like keep stirring it like you really want to kind of stir it quite a few times so that it doesn't get clumpy and I started my mornings with it I had it at lunchtime every time before I would eat I had it and then I had it at dinner and that healed my gut and and then I also I would take like a probiotic alongside it because I think you know charcoal can stop your absorption of things um but it really healed my gut and I, Christina got onto it. Her sister got onto it. Like it became kind of this black drink cult. It was really funny. I want and, this. Uh, yeah. I, I can write you a recipe and I have, I have it somewhere. And um, I said, I mean, I yeah, just a disclaimer. Time. This is not something that we're, yeah, like, we're not doctors. <laughs> we, we thought about it, but no, we're going to stick to the not- shower. We'll come back. But the, and honestly, the whole thing is so funny because there could, I have the whole time you were saying 
the list of ingredients, I was like, I have chia. I literally have an aloe vera plant right next to me. So I'm just like, no, I'm just going to butcher that thing after this conversation and just be squeezing the aloe into it. Uh, But I don't have the bentonite clay. That would be interesting. I have ginger and lemon, but I don't have charcoal. Okay. This is, this is exciting. This is exciting stuff. And yeah, obviously we're, we're not doctors over here. We're not saying that this is going to cure all of your problems, but you have to be your own guinea pig. And that's exactly what you all did with the shower filter. You have to see and experiment what works for you because otherwise it could be if you are only listening to what doctors are saying, you're only listening to practitioners who aren't in your physical body. Sometimes your gut knows, you know, and if something's wrong, you you have to lean in and you have to be your own advocate in those situations. Absolutely. I mean, gut, gut is... It's just God is God is <laughs> we got this. <laughs> you got sorry, this. Sorry, it's just a really loud airplane. Oh, but that's the thing. Can't oh, hear sorry. Okay. I oh. it's for me it's so loud. I'm sorry. Oh no, the, we can't hear anything. A gut is so important. And I have to say from my experience with God, I still have it, but not as bad, but I would have really bad bloating. So before VitaClean, I used to professionally model and I did it for almost a decade. And I used to travel a lot, especially when I got to London, which in theory, not in theory, but this is what brought me to London modeling. And I had a few contracts I was going from like Spain to Paris to London and all the traveling and the time difference and the different foods and the irregular eating caused me to have gut issues myself where I would get really extreme bloating like my my stomach would be like a hard balloon and it was so uncomfortable and that that was what I was dealing with and it was a lot of just my routine and just how I ate and just how I took care of myself and on top of it when we did start by to clean it was really stressful um there's no doubt about it it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of things to figure out as we mentioned we found a solution and we wanted to share that solution with the world. We didn't start this business because we had a business plan and thought this was a good market to get into. Um, so a lot to a lot there was a lot to figure out when we first started, and that puts a lot of pressure on you. So the combination of like starting a business, still trying to manage my modeling career, traveling a lot put a big toll on my body and my gut was the first thing that reacted. I mean, my scalp, my gut, like it was not, (laughs) it was not the best time for me, but you know, like always these challenges that are really big and come into your life, they're temporary. The good's Mm -hmm. temporary, the bad's temporary. And there's a cycle that of things happening. So you, you just have to really try to practice to be in tune with yourself. And like you said, try different things. So in terms of, stress and gut for me personally that is it goes hand in hand Mm -hmm. if I'm like extremely stressed my gut is the first thing to react so Mm -hmm. um that happens when you both began realizing that this was a mission that you had you said we know that this is something we have seen this work we want to create a product and let's say you had the product in the way at the first iteration at least you had this product you said I want to push this 
what were your first steps? Did you have a mentor in business? Because I feel like there are a lot of people out there who have overcome something huge health-wise and they want to shout it from the rooftops and they want to make sure other people can feel the same way. But what were your actual first steps? Because if you didn't think you were going to get into this massive business, if you had known what it was going to be today, maybe you wouldn't have done it or all the struggles that you went through, maybe you wouldn't have done it. What was your first step in business together? So um, Christina and I, as I said before, we were like working together already. So we're already like in that flow. Um, and when we kind of came across like this idea, we, uh, Christina was really, uh, she, she was a model. So she was really great with um, like, produ- like production, like video and photo production. And we were also working with a content company, content production company. So that was really a first step for us, like getting a photo shoot done so that we could build a website. Um, and so that was a fun project for us. Like we did the casting um, with some models who do, would do it for free. I think we paid like one model um, and a makeup artist. And then we did it in our friend's house. Um, he had like an, an amazing house for us to do it in. And we also worked with like a really cool Australian ph- photographer. So yeah, just called on, called on a lot of favors and a got lot a great of favors. Yeah, <laughs> and got a lot of, got a lot of great content. Um, and then we did a website. Um, on like a freelancer platform, which I'm going to say was not the best website. It was pretty rogue, but <laughs> we just were trying to get everything done for like as cheap as possible. And, and you're just trying some... to do it, like get it, get one, just start, yeah. just start. Just start. Yeah. It's like, and you're just trying to do that for as little money as possible and like get it out there. Um, That was really the first step for us. And yeah, we just, we just like followed our, followed our gut. <laughs> we yeah. followed our gut on what we thought would work. So and and were you sending the product out to? Were you doing influencer marketing? Like how how did this become what it is today? Influencer marketing was not what it is today when we started. And I think Instagram was just becoming this crazy powerhouse that it is today. Um, and we did use a lot of my model friends at the time or just people who had some kind of a following uh, to help us promote the product with a post. So yes, in that term, in that sense of influencer marketing, but again, not what it is today. And what we did invest in was a PR firm, which really helped. And now just to set the stage here, we were in London, we weren't in America yet. That's where Mm. we were living. That's where we started a company. And London's like a smaller market and a smaller place versus all of America versus, you know, the rest of the world. And I think that really helped because people um, gravitated to the product. One, it was interesting. Two, it really worked. So all the, a lot of the editors really liked it. And we made sure to partner with um, a PR firm that can help execute our vision. We really wanted this to be a beauty tool. We yeah. were not a shower head. I said, this is a beauty tool and this is a wellness tool. So that really helped position us in the marketplace. And I remember the first article that came out was in the, well, in the evening standard. And it was, it's a basically the New York times in London. It, their version is called the evening standard. And it's the one newspaper that gets passed to everybody who enters the tube or gets on the buses or commutes. And I remember we were sitting in the tube and we opened 
up this newspaper and in the middle was a whole article about us that's amazing I I just that moment was like wow this is actually a thing like this is happening um I thought really rewarding Absolutely. I like that you are both very clear about what you chose to invest in and what you chose to not spend money on. I think a lot of people get really, really bogged down. They think, oh, well, where am I going to get the money? Do I have investors? Do I have all these things where maybe maybe you did have that? I'm not sure, but it sounds like you you really utilized. You said you called in a lot of favors and Christina, you're very open. You said, hey, yeah, I had a lot of friends who had big platforms. Why wouldn't I ask if they would be willing to support in that way? Um, not in a way that's saying that you are necessarily um, not what's the word I'm looking for, not obligated, but they didn't feel and uh, enti- you didn't feel entitled to that. You, no, not you- at all. I'm so grateful for that until today. I'm so grateful for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and and Sarah mentioning that you guys had a, a PR team. That's really huge. And you did the website yourself. You did the photo shoot yourself. You figured out all these little things. That in the when you look back, you're like, oh my gosh, do you remember when we did that? It was so crazy. But now you look back, and that's you had to do that. You had to do something to kickstart everything. Yeah, I think the payoff um, was really great. We're, we're actually labeled in that article as the power shower. Which I, I thought that was very cool. But um, we, uh, yeah, so like with PR, it's it, for us, we really needed like credibility because we were a showerhead and like we were trying to make it cool and it was just so, it was just so not a thing, <laughs> you know, and we figured that one of the ways of differentiating ourselves would really be if like great publications could speak about us. And, you know, you see a lot of top brands now, they all have like the, like the Vogue or the Harper's Bazaar or Daily Mail, or I don't know, Refinery29 logo on their website is kind of like a form of credibility. Um, and that was really what we chose to invest our money on because you can kind of get an influence at a post about it, but it's, it's not like you can't use it for credibility later on yeah. you can in a way, but it's not like a selling point on your website. So that was like where our decision came from. And again, this was like 2018. So very different times. PR mm-hmm. does, I, I don't think PR works the same way today. So definitely we were really mindful at the time, like what will work, what will help, how can we use something long-term versus immediate, just one hit. Um, yeah media experience. I want to go into uh, one other subject because we see a lot of times and and we mentioned Skinny Confidential earlier because they just obsessed, absolutely love, <laughs> but they are, it's a couple working together. And then you see other couples that go into business or other types of partnerships that happen. You are two friends that went into business together. I'd also love to hear about, because I've had a couple of other business partner duos that are girls, that are friends, that have begun working together. Some, it works out really beautifully. Others, it it hasn't worked out. But again, it's always for the best. How do you both maintain that wor- friendship, business balance? And what have you both come across? Because there's no ring on either of your, well, you have a, both have, maybe you both have ring on your fear, but you're not contractually obligated to one another in any other way other than work how do you keep it happy and good and and solid while still being motivated to do work 
So I think our, our relationship uh, as we have grown is definitely a lot more professional now. Um, like we still have like friendly catch-ups here and there, uh, but definitely like after COVID, it was so hard for us to see each other. Um, and as our business was growing, there were so many decisions to be made. Um, so yeah, we definitely keep it super professional and then like just have like little chats here and there. And I think that, I mean, when we went into business, it was more, we weren't like, oh, we're best friends, let's start a business. Like we kind of um, were working together a lot and we worked really well together. And so it was more based like on that decision that we went into business together. Um, because I know I have tried to like work with a few friends of mine before and it like, it wasn't the best, like it just didn't really work. But women inherently, I think, become friends as they work together because they get super close and they like to share things. And um, yeah, Christina and I, you know, we're, our families are really close. We we like sisters. It's not, you know, it's it's not, it's really like a sisterly relationship. Mm. Um, and I think that giving each other space, like when we're going through times of stress, is is like a really great tactic. Um, and definitely just having great flows and processes to work together is, is also like an amazing asset. I like that you don't put that pressure on yourself to be best friends and to both be so forward facing and make sure that, Oh, we are a friendship united front. It's like, it's okay to be really good and really solid and still have that business focus. That can be the priority. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to work-life balance, I want to get into lifestyle a little bit. You both are these stunning, successful businesswomen. You live in the coolest parts of the world. You're living in the English countryside. You're in New York City and Australia and all these places. I want to hear about y'all's lifestyle. Tell me, okay, it's 2023, almost 2024. There are more wellness practices and there's more tips and tricks and TikToks telling you how to walk on a treadmill. Like you can't open your eyes without or open your phone without seeing new trends. What are some particular trends that you both have stuck with and that have been the most beneficial? And how would you say, what would you say wellness wise is uh, both of y'all's lifestyle? How would you describe it? Wellness has always been a part of both of our lives. It wasn't something we got into when we started the company we bonded over wellness and we love it. For me, what wellness means is taking care of yourself internally and externally in the way that it works for you. So things that I have stuck to for over the years is my workouts. I love moving my body in any kind of form. I love feeling strong. So I really gravitate to my yoga, my Pilates classes. There's also a lot of other things that I've gotten into recently that I love so much. Like during COVID, I moved back to America and I ended up being Colorado and I live in a ski town now, which is so crazy because if you ask what we did on Sarah's birthday in 2018, we went skiing and I cried myself down the mountain. Because I it was just so bad. And now I'm like double blocks and, you know, hiking up the mountain. And it's just so bizarre that life takes you in these unexpected places sometimes. But um, I've gotten really into the sport called skinning. And I have to talk about it because it's not skinning animals disclaimer skinning is a sport 
uh, also known as alpine touring. And it's done in the winter. And it's traditionally done with backcountry skiers where you're using a particular set of equipment, exactly the same as skiing, except everything is 80% lighter and your bindings are different. So when you go up the mountain, the back of the binding is not clipping your boot. And you also have these stickers that are velvet-like that you put on the bottom of your of your skis and you just go up the mountain. The same is mountain like you go down. cross-country skiing? No, it's not. It's um, cross-country is different. It's like really thin skis and you do walk. So there is that motion and the binding, binding is similar. So that's that's a really great point. But this way, like you're walking up a mountain and because you have these stickers on the bottom of the skis, you don't slide down. And it's so challenging and it's so rewarding and it's so incredible. I have never done a sport that gives me the endorphins, the benefits of feeling really, really good the way that this sport does. I have never heard of it. I cannot (laughs) wait to look it up. I need a ski trip at some point this year. So maybe I will come out and visit you in Colorado. That sounds that sounds addicting. It's, it's so good. I mean, you put in an audiobook, you listen to the audiobook, you're climbing. It's an hour, an hour and a half sometimes, depending on what mountain. And it's really hard. That's what it's I want. I want it to be a little hard. hard. I like but that. You know what? That teaches me to persevere, especially when I want to quit. And I just want to like take these stickers out and just put my boots in properly and just go down. I just push myself. Mm-hmm. I take a break when I need to. I regulate my breathing. And again, the mountain uh, we ski in, it's really high elevation. Like the top is like 11,000 feet, if not more. So breathing is hard because the air is so thin and you have to regulate yourself physically climbing a mountain, breathing, breathing in really thin air. And regulating that and still pushing yourself physically. That's why it's like a whole body workout. It's like mind as well. It really has made me stronger than ever. And every day I do it, I push myself and I was like, if you could do this, you could do anything. So that's how I start my day. And when I go to work, nothing's a problem. Everything has a solution. That is awesome. It's uh, I can feel your passion about it. It's so exciting. Can you, okay, let's one more pivot. And then I want to hear Sarah's lifestyle and her routines. Cause I feel like it's, you're more in the city and you are in the countryside. So I do want to hear that perspective as well. What are we eating? What's, what's the food? Like, are you on, do you label yourself as anything? Do you eat whatever you want? Are you like, Hey, look, I've had a high metabolism my whole life. What is the, what's going on here? Yeah, um, I've always tested and experimented with different diets. Again, I started modeling when you had to be like a triple size zero in the modeling industry in New York. So I've always tested different ways of eating, different ways of maintaining a look and a way and feeling good that I have good energy and I'm eating good foods. And I also grew up in a place where people would grow their own vegetables and everything's organic. So I've always eaten really healthy, always stayed away from processed foods. And today um, I don't label myself as anything. My I'm really lucky that I don't have any allergies or anything towards food, but I eat three times a day. I try to eat healthy amounts of portions and I allow myself to have whatever I want. I haven't gotten too much into supplements, which I'm curious to try, but 
I really key thing is to stay hydrated. That mm. is my, I drink like four liters of water a day, like wow. a lot. And I try to do that. Um, I try to do that the most I can, because for me, it's the number one thing that makes mm-hmm. me feel good. Especially in high altitude and dry. Yeah, it's easier to drink it there than when I'm in New York because it's different, different altitudes. Totally, totally. And then Sarah, what about you? Because I just love to hear about the. I want to hear about the English countryside. It's something I'm less familiar with. And I also see that you're wearing like a hot aloe shirt. Things are moving and shaking. Like, tell me about your lifestyle for fitness and food. So, um, yeah, I moved to the English countryside, as I said, like just over COVID and it was, um, so when I was younger, I used to be like a, something called a young rider in a sport called dressage. So I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like the dancing on horses, like Snoop Dogg did a video about it and he was like, this horse is off the chair, you know, it's like skipping sideways. That's like what I do. Um, so over COVID I was like hating living in the city and I was like this is so expensive and so shit and I just connected with horses again and um I started training with this great British Olympian um and thing one thing rolled into another and I actually bought a horse like and he he came to me on January 1st of 2021 and since then like one of the things that I've been working on or that I've done is become like a semi-professional horse rider so I ride at like this level called Grand Prix which is like what they ride at the Olympics and we ride for Australia um so yeah I'm like qualified to ride World Cup um and something called like CDIs which is like Olympic qualifiers so I've been riding for Australia and I'm, I'm just below like that kind of World Cup level and we're hoping to get there I guess like in the next kind of two months Um, yeah it's very cool so it's been it's like definitely been like one of the most challenging things that I've that I've done because I was really like I want to get to Grand Prix and then like I got there and it's a whole different ball game like you're competing against people who are like world champions and you know they've been doing that like 20 30 years and it's very intimidating it's very different to like what it was competing in the levels below it and um you really have to like find your confidence and your motivation. Like there's so many times where before I go, I'm about to go into the ring. Like, I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. But like, just do it, you know, mm-hmm. just <laughs> and, do it. Um, you just do it. Yeah. And I, I really have to like hype myself up because one of the things is that my horse is like really afraid. So it's like, if you back off for a second, he's like, Oh, what's wrong? Oh, I'm in trouble. Oh, oh. And then he'll like flip sideways or like, because to get to this level called Grand Prix, they have to have a, it's like a race course. They have to have like a level of fire and like energy that you have to control. So it really, it's like dressage. One of the things about it is control of energy. And you really have to like control that positive flow of energy without ever being like, oh, what's that? So like something can, it can be raining with like a camera going crazy with like a cover flapping, but you still have to keep your cool because yeah. if you don't, then something bad's going to happen or like you're going to make a mistake and you're going to lose marks. Um, and mentally that's been like a crazy challenge for me and, and also very rewarding. And I, I'm, I love animals like Christina and I, we both have Tibetan spaniels, like little dogs. I know Mimi Bouchard was talking about how she was going to get a dog like for her mental health. And anyone who's thinking about getting a dog for their mental health, I highly advise it because it totally changed my life. That dog um, also, has become like the that is like the dog of celebrities and wellness experts worldwide. I feel like, um, who was it? Uh, Mary Llewellyn from Bloom Supplements. She just got one. Mimi Bouchard just got one, and you both have them. Okay, all wait, right. It's a Tibetan spaniel. 
or some kind of small spaniel. Oh yeah. Then they're, I mean, they're so cute and they're both puppies, the ones that they have. So I'm assuming, oh, I don't cute. know, but some kind of, a, some kind of type of spaniel. They spaniel. Are so yeah. cute. <laughs> the spaniel. I love Spaniard. the spaniel for the spaniel family. Honestly, they're just, they just make your life better. It's like, even if you're sad or like, like, how are they going to do this? Your little dog's just sitting there going like ready Aww. to kind of like love you. And you're like, Oh, is a life great? Like it just gives you this lovely warm like, great? I need to take care of this thing. Like I'm this, this problems that I'm freaking out about. I'm just going to go take a walk with my dog. It is just, yeah, we were just in- see how happy they are when they're on the little walks and they're all social and oh, it's so cute. I love it. There was this, I was talking to someone the other day. They were, it was, we were talking about this one meme where it's a cat who is writing in a diary and the cat's diary entries are like, ugh, their humans are still here. It's so annoying. And then the dog's diary says, oh, woke up today, had breakfast. It was awesome. Like It was just <laughs> so positive, so happy. And that is really what they bring to the table. We were just in Belize this past week and there were dogs everywhere. And I I said, you know what? If I ever get a dog, I'm just going to have to go to a third world country and bring one back because like a street dog. Yeah. I'm just going to have to find one. I know it's going to be an interesting, uh, an interesting. Yeah. It's time. Street but... Dogs is like a whole nother topic. Um, <laughs> I was born in Bulgaria and that's where I grew up 10 years of my life and went back a lot. And we have a really bad problem with street dogs and it's like from the, it's from the government and stuff. Yeah. But it's, it's really sad because there's just not enough infrastructure and not enough like policies in place to protect them. Hopefully yeah. it gets better. But yeah, they're just uh, it's just really sad when you when you see those dogs just running around. And it's really bizarre because you don't ever see that in America. So ever. when I go back or go to countries that have it, you just do a double take. <laughs> yeah, what? you're like, if that happened here, I would be like, oh, I guess we have to call we have to call the local someone shelter. Lost their dog. Someone lost their dog or, oh my gosh, does it have a, a chip in it? Okay. I want to get back to it. So well, I don't know how we got on this, on this tangent, but yes, I do. Horses, dressage, uh, animals, spaniels. All right. Let's talk to talk about food. So not only is Sarah an Olympian, what are you like? What does an Olympian eat for breakfast? What do you, what do you like to snack on? <laughs> I'm not, well, I'm not an Olympian yet, but we're getting there. We're getting 2024. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I will have like a protein shake for breakfast, like a chocolate protein shake with oat milk um, and then like frozen blueberries. Um, and I also put a little bit of charcoal in that as well, like kind of similar to how we did with the black drink um and then I usually have like a salad and protein for lunch um and then a salad and protein for dinner but I'm very big on liquids like I drink a lot of water like Christina does I drink yeah about four liters a day um kind of mixed between still and sparkling and then I also make my own juice at home like I love like green juice with beetroot lots of turmeric lemon ginger I feel like it's so clean like so cleansing um and a really big fan of like charcoal smoothies so like frozen blueberries charcoal protein um I just I love it I love the taste of it Mm -hmm. and I'm not like I'm not a vegan at all um but I love like I love gluten-free like I love gluten-free bread like one of my favorite desserts is like a gluten-free red velvet cake Hmm. um yeah, I love it. It's so was, spongy and just yummy. It's I was so going to ask what, what your guilty pleasures are because 
I got to know. I mean, are you guys not eating a French fry? Do you like a margarita? No. Do you, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, some people are like, absolutely not. They listen to the Andrew Huberman podcast about alcohol. And I feel like everyone just changed their whole lifestyle, which is incredible. But I'm like, I still also want to know what are the guilty pleasures? Are you guys, um, what do you like to indulge in? Um, I, alcohol is an interesting thing for me. It's very cultural and I, love having wine I love going to vineyards I love trying different wines like wine's a really big part of my lifestyle like my fiance and I always joke we're like you know when we build our home we're gonna have a wine cellar and a spa center (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's that's like that's the goal that's the dream (laughs) um so I don't think I'll ever give up wine but um, I also love champagne I have to say like it's my favorite so I'm definitely more on like the wine and champagne side of things. I rarely drink hard alcohol. Like I can't stomach vodka or gin or I, I can't even smell it. Um, Here and there I can have a tequila drink, but mostly I'm like a wine and champagne girl and I do enjoy it. I drink wine to experience the taste and experience where it's from and study the different grapes and, you know, for me, it's more of a, a indulgence in that sense rather than like, oh, I need to just consume wine because I'm stressed or what have you. Mm. And in terms of gu- guilty pleasures, I mean, I love last crumb cookies. Alana is the co-founder. She's one of my best friends and they create, I don't know if any of you guys know what last crumb cookies are, but they're the most delicious cookies and they're with all the sugar and yeah all, all the milk and all that stuff so definitely not anything like if you're not trying to have a lot of sweets yeah. but they're so delicious so I would love to I love that one the Madonna is my favorite which is peanut butter and yeah. um, I'm like a big, big peanut butter almond girl almond butter girl so got it um yeah pretty balanced on, on eating from yeah. anything but day to day I just try to keep it clean and that's what sure. it is not what not it- processed and clean what about you, Sarah? What's a guilty pledge? So definitely a gluten-free red velvet cupcake. Love those. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, don't don't love French fries so much, but I do love potatoes. So like, but I really like to roast them myself. Like I like to roast them for like hours, like three hours, just so they get like super crispy. Um, and yeah, honestly, like I, I don't eat like a lot of takeout because it's not really available here. Definitely did when I lived in London. Um, I love something called Domino's Pizza because they have like the thin crust with reduced fat cheese and like veggies, which is just, I just love that as like a guilty pleasure. Um, Alcohol, I, I was actually sober for like six months this, this year and like I drank a lot of seed lip, which is kind of mm-hmm. like a fake alcohol. Um, and I love that. I like still drink it. I sometimes, wine doesn't really agree with me. Again, like I told you, I had all those gut problems. And one of the things to really flare it up was wine. So it just would give me like an immediate rush, especially red wine. But it all kind of makes my face red. Um, so I steer clear of that. And like occasionally I'll have like a Pims or an Aperol spritz, like if I'm feeling it. But um, yeah, I don't don't really drink that much. I don't love drinking. And I also find that now if I don't drink, now, because I'm not drinking, when I do like have a few drinks, I get like sick, drunk. And then I also, um, like I was on holiday in France over the summer and I had a few drinks, like nothing crazy excessive, but like I got COVID. And I just mm-hmm. feel like if I wasn't drinking and my immune system was a little higher, like maybe I wouldn't have got it because it just mm-hmm. really like knocked me down for quite a few weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all in all, like I would love 
to just not drink but sometimes you know your friends are drinking and you're like oh why not you know yeah um, yeah so well that's so interesting I like to hear about people's wellness practices because there's there's only so much uh, a beauty tool like VitaClean can do but I think that if you're pairing pairing that type of support with an abundantly clean and clear high quality ingredient lifestyle then those two things are just so simpatico before we let you guys go because i do feel like there's there's so much to go into here but the crux of it is ensuring that you are reducing the amount of hard water that you're having on your body having in your life um what is one thing that you want someone to know for so for sarah what is the number one thing you want people to know about VitaClean? So I really want people to like take notice when they finish showering and see like, is their skin a little bit irritated? Are you not like, are you washing your hair and you are not going, oh my God, I love my hair today. Like I'm obsessed. I can't stop looking in the mirror. It is shining. If you're not feeling like that, I want you to give VitaClean a go because we have like a 30 day money back guarantee and I guarantee you, Christina and I, we, we aren't plumbers. We didn't get into this because we were like, Let, we're passionate about selling shower heads. We got into it because we were two girls who were super interested in wellness. And we really found a big difference in our skin and hair problems. And we wanted to share that with the world. I am so excited to plug this thing in. I'm not kidding you. I will do this immediately before before I leave, I'm not even going to be able to shower here again tonight, but I want it for when I get back. Cause I'll be at the lake this weekend. And I know that the lake water, things get dry, things get stripped. There's hair, there's like sunscreen in your hair. I want to, that I want that to be the first thing that touches my body after this. I am so excited. And we do have a code for anyone listening. So hotter than health listeners, you can use the code H T H 20 for 20% off of a starter kit. You can go to, again, uh, anywhere that you can find VitaClean, TikTok, Instagram, their website, and use the code HTH20 for 20% off of a starter kit. And I think truly y'all also have a really great Instagram presence. You can see the texture. You can see your personal hair. It's like poofy and bouncy and holds and it's so good. And especially even being in super dry weather, you guys are both in two very different climates and it's still working beautifully. Your skin is glowy. You're dolphins and have no pores. It's amazing. But <laughs> both of you, but I really appreciate you both being on the podcast today. Christina, where can everybody find you? And then Sarah, where can everybody find you so they can follow along? Thank you so much for having us. It was so fun to talk to you. It's like we've known each other for a long time and we're just catching up. So I appreciate you setting that. Yeah, I can't wait for you to invite me to go uh, skinning. Yeah, please come. <laughs> You're invited. <laughs> I'll um, be there. Everybody can find me at Christina Volkova on Instagram. I'm most active there. Um, please feel free to reach out, ask me any questions, any tips on dry scalp, or if you are wondering if VitaClean will fit your shower, snap a photo, send it to me, or... VitaClean's account, uh, add VitaClean underscore official will help you right away. Awesome. And you can find me on my Instagram at Sarah K Douglas, that's S-A-R-A and then the letter K and then Douglas, D-O-U-G-L-A-S, like Michael Douglas, the actor. And then also on TikTok, Sarah VitaClean. Um, yeah, that's the best way to reach me. 
You guys are just two cool chicks doing very cool things and helping people get their hair right. And I'm sick of spending women who do their hair and or, I'm sorry, women who get their hair colored. No, it's an investment of time. You're in there for three and a half, four hours. It's 500 bucks. You're, I mean, it's a thing. And also if we're getting Botox, like if I'm getting Botox, I also want my shit to be good on top, on the top layer. <laughs> so I appreciate you both. You are, you have so much value and you're bringing such a cool product into the wellness world. So thank you both for being here and we will have to have you on again at some point. Thanks so much, Eliza. It was so exciting. Thank you. Of course. I'll talk to you guys soon. For listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. Y'all, I know you loved that episode. And if you are in the business of upgrading your shower head, getting a new water filter, it's something that you do daily, hopefully, or at least every other day, which is showering. Make it this delicious, not only spa experience, but do your skin, do your hair a favor and invest in it. And and I think that so much of us, so many of us, we do our hair, we go out and buy these nice products. If you can lay the foundation up so that you are setting yourself up for success while using these products, you will feel so much more, you will feel so much more prone to spending a little more time, energy, and appreciating the good skin, good hair days. Uh, Again, the code that they gave, HTH20, for a starter kit. I'm so happy that we had them on. Thank you both so much, Christina and Sarah. Make sure you follow them on Instagram. And that is all for today. We will talk to you next Thursday for another episode of Hotter Than Health.